All right, everybody, welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Vic Lopez. Uh, I have a special guest with me. Uh, this is Gus Tavares. Um, obviously, not someone famous. It's a good <laughs> friend of mine. <laughs> um, yeah, he wanted to jump on the show. I definitely wanted him to get on uh, just so we can kind of have a, a smooth conversation. You know, nothing crazy, um, but it should be a fun pod. We're going to ask Gus a lot of questions. Uh, just a little background for Gus to kind of introduce him. Uh, he is my fiance's cousin's husband <laughs> that I've met uh, many times. We talk about basketball. We, we talk about it a couple, you know, for a couple minutes when we're at like a family gathering and whatnot. And he found out about the pod, obviously. So uh, became a listener, started listening to the pod. But uh, yeah, we'll get right into it. Um, and then we'll start with the first question for the show. Um, who is your favorite player to watch? Not a Heat player. Though. Not a Heat player. Not yeah, a Heat player. That's yeah. a caveat. We can get to that one. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought about that, and, and uh, it, it's kind of hard to answer just because there's so many great players in the league. Um, but if I had to narrow it down to, like, maybe one or two, I'd say uh, maybe, like, Donovan Mitchell from okay. Utah. Uh, you know, he, he has a, a similar game to our uh, to my all-time favorite D Wade, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, his game is, is just, it's explosive, it's exciting. He, he can kind of do it all on the, on yeah. the, you know, on the offensive side. I know he's getting some criticism for the defense, but. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot know, of Which it. is weird. It's weird, right? Because coming out of Louisville, he, he was known as a, as a defensive player, so. That's true. Yeah, and, and I also enjoy watching, uh, you know, Anthony Edwards. I, I oh, think yeah. he's a. Uh, He's a stud. He's going to be great. Yeah. Um, you know, this guy, he, you watch him play. And, uh, you know, just recently I was watching the, like a playback of the, the play-in game between Minnesota and the Clippers. And, and uh, yeah, man, he, he was fantastic in that game. You know, he, he's, he's one of my favorite players, man. I wish he was in the heat, you know, him or Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, but, you know. Yeah. Well, there's some, you know, there, it's possible. You know, it is a possibility yeah, yeah, you're he right. ends up there. You're we don't right, know what they'll Donovan give Mitchell. up for that, though. You know, oh, are you man. willing to give up what <laughs> everything, are you willing to give everything, up? Everything actually. Really? No, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Um but pretty much that's his price, right? Because uh, uh yeah. Rudy Gobert ended up getting what, six first round picks? Or or something yeah. along that line. It was yeah. something crazy and, and you know personally I don't know if uh I don't know if I would have done that. Yeah, it was a big haul. I mean I if you heard the episode when the trade went out, I had an episode it was like episode six or five. I don't even remember at this point. But um, when they had the, when they made the trade, I was specifically against the trade, and I still am. I don't I don't really care. I think the regular season. I think they're gonna win a lot in the regular season, but it's when the playoffs come around that I've talked yeah. about when the match hunting comes into play. Right when they're when they're switching on Rudy because they don't have perimeter defenders on that team anymore. They're well, they gone. traded the few ones that they had. They're gone, right. So <laughs> it's like you trade perimeter defense to get Rudy Gobert and you trade picks. So it's like obviously they're banking on on Cat and Anthony Edwards to win right now. That's like yeah. that's really what they're banking on. But to me, it's like you give up a lot for a rim protector, right? He's not going to shoot. He's not going to defend perimeter on the perimeter. So it's like... You know, you, you kind of get, I like Rudy Gobert. He's a good paint defender, but I don't know. We're just going to have to see, you know, it, it's, it's going to probably make me look bad in the regular season, but <laughs> when the playoffs come, when they start mismatch hunting, they start switching on Gobert. It's going to be another Utah jazz scenario where they're just, they're just going at Rudy Gobert and they're going to have to bench him or something. I don't think he's going to be out. Well, there I'm like curious that. to see, I'm curious to see how it affects the offense. Cause you know, Rudy's going to just camp down low. Um, yeah, you know, you're gonna stash, you know, cat in the corner, probably. And I don't know, I feel like uh, you're not gonna be able to use, you know, you're not gonna efficiently be able to use the tools that you have the pieces that you have around, uh, you know, on the team. So like, if, if you if you clog up the paint, you know, what happens with D'Lo and, and, uh, well, D'Lo can shoot, but and, and, you know, Anthony Edwards can a little bit, but not not super consistent. Right, and that's a problem because now you have Rudy, so it's going to turn Cat. Obviously, Cat's one of the best shooters in the league, but you now you're turning him into a, a jump shooter, 
for sure. Yeah. Because Rudy's down there. So now the team is probably going to be a, ch- a shot-chucking team, right? So it's going to be kind of weird to see. So we'll see, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it's funny that you say that about Donovan Mitchell, that he's your favorite player to watch. Um, it's no surprise to me because a lot of people compare him to D. Wade, right? You said non-Heat player. A lot of people compare yeah, him to yeah, D. Wade. Yeah. Do you see the comparison? I do. I mean, especially um, when you go back and watch the, you know, 06 Wade as, you know, yeah, it, it's it's often referred back to uh, as his prime. You know, he'd just be able to do everything he wants on the court. Uh, he'll mm-hmm. be able to, you know, get to the rim at will. He wasn't a great jump shooter, um, but he had the mid range. And and I think Donovan is a little bit of a better jump shooter. Um, yeah. but he's yeah, not. Sure. Yeah, he he's just not as good as a, of a defender. You know. Right. He's, so it's one of those things where it's not it's not a perfect one to one match, but I think it's the closest in the league that we have to prime D Wade. I think so too, you know, obviously D Wade much faster. <laughs> I mean, they called him flash. Um, but yeah. yeah, for sure. Donovan Mitchell has the tools. He's an athlete just like Wade was. Um, so, you know, the sky's the limit for that dude. I just don't like that. He doesn't defend, um, but he is a cool dude to watch. I think my favorite player to watch, <sighs> there's so many, I know. it's so hard I know. to pick. Um, it's Russell Westbrook. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Laker uh, fan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Absolutely not. Uh, I think my favorite player to watch would probably be Giannis because he doesn't take possessions off. Oh, man. So, like, you, that's a guy yeah. you can watch 48 minutes straight if he's out there for 48 minutes and he's doing something the entire yeah. time, right? Like, he's, he's not giving up on any possession. That's why I, I like watching Giannis. You know, you get, you get what you pay for if you're going to go watch him. Um, that's definitely... Probably my my favorite player to watch. And it's insane how the plays that he does, you almost take them for granted because we see them so often. But man, like he, yeah, he does do. things that like if, if you see any other player do, it's a, you know, it's a highlight, you know? Yeah. And he just does it numerous times during the game and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Do you, th- uh, who, who do you have though? What, what do you think? You think um, like pick wise to win? You, I wanted to give you a pick, right? I kind of uh, prepped you before the show. So one team from the East, if you had to pick one, and one team from the West, um, which one would you pick on either side to win it? Yeah, so, so I thought about that. The, the East, I feel like it's easy. I think that's Milwaukee. <laughs> um, okay. I think there's no way that they don't get back there, especially when, when you saw the outcome of the playoffs where yeah. uh, a, a Bucks team that didn't have Chris Middleton and took the Boston Celtics to seven, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and now when they're going to be fully healthy, they're going to have probably Brooke Lopez back. Um, and, and I think they resigned all their players back, you know, um, Ibaka's back, um, yep. you know, so, so I, I think that, you know, Giannis is going to come with vengeance. He's going to yeah. try to come back and probably get that MVP and, and, you know, get maybe, maybe the top seed in the East. But I do think that, he, that, that the Bucks are going to come out of the East. There, I don't think there's a, there's a team that's better than them, especially now that, that Brooklyn has been dismantled. Yeah. Um, you know. I see the same thing. I have the Bucks as well. And, and I think, you know, it's not to say that Boston didn't get better. They did. Uh, but I feel like, you know, you could only play so many guys. I feel like that's the problem with Boston. They have so many good guys. But, you know, who are you going to sit down to play uh, Gallo, you know? And and Malcolm, Malcolm is good. He's gonna provide some stability on the you know when when Marcus Smart sits. Yeah. So that's a good pickup. Right. But I still don't think that they're better than Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't I don't see it. They they barely beat them without Middleton, right? Like yeah. I said on the on the episode, it, that's a guy on the bench that averages twenty points per game, thirty seven to thirty eight percent from three. And then the part that people don't really talk about with Middleton is the versatility, right? Like he can play defense. Obviously, he can realistically guard one through four these days. Um, You know, so, I mean, that's that's a huge thing that they did not have. They didn't have that piece, and it still took seven games to beat them, uh, which is why I I have the Bucs as well. So what about the West? What what do you – if you had to pick a Western Conference, which is obviously the harder side to pick probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I started going down the list and, and, you know, I started looking at each team that I thought, you know, maybe this one, maybe that one, but I could find a flaw in each one. And, mm-hmm. you know, for example, Memphis, like yeah. that's the first one that I went to, right? They took Golden State to seven. Yeah. They're a fantastic team, young, but Jaron Jackson just, you know, he's, he just had foot surgery, you yeah. know, and who knows how long he's going to be out for. And those, those, 
you know, those surgeries can be a little tricky to come back from. Maybe he's oh, not yeah. back at 100%. And he was a big part of their defense. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how how how, uh, how they rebound. Um, you know, Dallas, I like Dallas. They had the second best record after the All-Star break. I thought that, um, you know, they had a really hot second half. Yeah. But they lost Brunson, you know, and, and Brunson's a 21-point scorer. Yeah. So that's a big loss. And then the Clippers, I, I was thinking also the Clippers, you know, they have like a gazillion wings, um, you know, but they don't have any like any center, I think, other than their, um, I forgot his name, Zubac. If it's a Zubac, yeah. Yeah. So um, if I had to pick one, I. You're talking about the I'd, Clippers uh, with the Vitz yeah. Zubac. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard Clippers. to pick one. It's hard to pick yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's you hard. Said, yeah. There's, there's something wrong with every team, you know, it, there is, you know, but that's every team, right? It's, it's just hard to pick in the West because. It's just such a competitive conference. I agree. But if I had to pick one, I, I'd, I'd go with Memphis. Yeah? Memphis? Yeah, I, I think so. I think Memphis. I really? Think even, wow. You don't think so? No. Who no, do you I think? think? I think – so this is a theory that I have. It's, I've proven it a couple of times uh, with a couple of friends of mine. I wish I had the pod sooner because I've been right about a lot of things. <laughs> um, so one of the things I had said before the last season was – Remember the Hawks got to was it the conference finals they made it last season? Oh, the first they, they year with Bud. They beat yeah they beat uh, or the, no the Hawks uh, in in the last season with Trey Young. So they oh beat, sorry yeah the one the, oh, last yeah. year yeah okay. so they beat obviously this so I'm talking about two seasons ago when they made that deep run yeah right when they beat so, the Knicks and the you know, right had New they York beat the Knicks crazy. and they beat the Sixers yeah right we yeah. can't forget that so they, we beat they beat the Sixers they get to the conference finals. Right, that was the year I think they, they played the Heat in that conference finals, right? Was it? No. Um, Milwaukee. They played two years ago. It was the Bucks. Oh, that's right. The Bucks were the one. Yeah, that's right. Two seasons Yeah, the Bucks. The, the, the Bucks ended that's up right. winning. So. so I was telling a bunch of people, um, I guarantee you that the Hawks are going to be out in the first round. I called it. I called it. Now, it was a crazy take because they were just in the conference finals. But this happens a lot with young teams they make a deep run and then they think it's cake the next season because because you know what i mean but now there's a target on their back they're not used to having a target on their back so they have like they have to battle that new aspect of their season memphis was kind of a sleeper last season right young team yeah didn't really know what you were going to get from them you knew it was going to be exciting so teams take them kind of lightly because they're young and they make a deep run like this. I would not be surprised if Memphis... I'm not going to say they, they go out in the first round. I'm not going to say that. I don't think so. I think Memphis will, will be a second round out. I don't, I don't oh, see them even okay. making the conference. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think young teams struggle with the second season of success. Like after a deep run, they kind of have like a setback. And then maybe they, they push through after that. Because they don't know how, what it's like. To play 82 games uh, with a bullseye on your back, it, totally different uh, scenario. That is, that is true. There's totally more tape. Different. There's yeah. more tape on them. Yeah. There's more of a recipe to beat them. But yeah. let me tell you, though, the, the Memphis was uh, had a top five offense, a top five defense. I think they led the league in blocks and steals. So they, they play their their off. Sorry, I don't know if you can curse here, but uh, that's cool. We can block anything out. Oh uh, yeah, so, so you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. they play really hard on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Um, and even when John Morant went down, um, they have a crazy record. I, I don't have That's it on right. the top of my head. I don't head, remember the record either, but you're right. Yes, they did win a lot of games without him. Yeah. So I just feel like that team is so deep, and I don't think they lost any key pieces other than obviously – well, They lost Kyle Anderson. Oh, well, yeah. Rotational right. guy, not like a – not a big, you know, difference maker, but just a rotational guy. But you're right. They'll be fine. They're deep. Um, you know, they're well coached. It's just – yeah, they have a lot of pieces, like you said. You know, I like Desmond Bain. Yeah, Desmond Bain is a stud. Now, let's see what happens yeah. with Jaron Jackson. Like I said earlier, I don't know if if that injury is gonna, you know, yeah, gonna prevent him from tricky. having, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he already has problems staying uh, on the court, oh, you know, yeah. with foul trouble and stuff like yeah. that. So you he know. does foul a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does. So foul uh, a lot. he's one of those people that, uh, you know, when you play ball and they just. They play good defense, but they're, you know, they're physical. So it's, I feel like yeah. that's how he plays. So have I changed your opinion or are you sticking with Memphis? You sticking with them? I'm, I'm sticking with Memphis just because the West is just, 
every team has a major flaw, and I feel yeah. like they're the ones that you know. You think they're like they're the solid. ones that probably can. Yeah, they're pretty solid. Yeah, I respect that. That's I mean, it's not a bad pick. You know, they're well coached. John Morant's hungry. Desmond Bain works hard. The team is good, man. The team is good. You know, like you said, Jaron Jackson, the foot fracture, yeah. right? I don't know about that. That foot stuff's kind of especially when with you're big men. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're big. Now, now, John Moran has been talking a lot, though. He no, has. I was going to say, yeah, John Moran has been, you know, he's been talking a lot, and I feel like yeah. that ends up putting, a, a, like you said, a bullseye on your oh, back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see now, you know, how, how they react when, when people are going to now circle that, you know, circle that, that date on the calendar. Yeah, I'm going to go. We can keep track of that after the show. I'll, I'll, I'll write a little note on the side. Uh, we'll put Gus versus Vic Memphis take. All right, we'll see. I'm telling you, I think they're going to get hit hard this season. I, I don't think they're going to have, what were they, the second seed this season? Last season that passed? I'm going to go ahead and put them. I'm probably going to get hate. I'm going to put them as a, I think I'm going to put them as a fifth seed. Oh, man. Next season. Not even yes. home court? Yes, because, yes, because the, the West is so deep, man. The West is so deep. I mean, you got to think about the teams that are also going to come up, right? Um, you know, Denver, Jamal Murray's back. People forget about that. People forget about that. Jamal Murray's back. And that is true. on that team. It's Jokic. It feels Jokic like, uh, is on that team. Michael it feels Porter like Murray's Jr. been out for like, I don't know how many years though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, he's it's, been out it's, like two years. Yeah. It's going to take time. It's going to take time, but I'm telling you, that's another team we cannot sleep on. Any little help that Jokic, that Jovic will get. Uh, Jovic. Uh, Nikola Jovic for Jovic. the heat. Uh, yeah, Nikola oh. Jokic. Ah, it's it's just speak it into existence. Future MVP. I I, I hope so. I didn't <laughs> like what I saw, but I hope so. I watched those games. I watched those summer league games. Didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't look too good. Not gonna jump off ship though. I have stock on on Jovic. So, yeah. But but you know the Nuggets, the Clippers are probably the deepest team in the NBA. If not like top two, maybe top three. They have a lot of pieces. You know, I'm not hyping John Wall. Not going to hype John Wall, but... No, no, no. I don't think John Wall is... I think John Wall is a little bit, uh, you know, past his prime. Um, he can't shoot. He never really was able to shoot well from the perimeter, so... Yeah. I've been seeing his workouts. I might fall victim to it. Was it against a chair? It's by himself, yeah. But he's uh, also working out, you know, in workouts with those other trainers and other NBA players. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe the time off gets him healthy. You know, maybe he's fresh, got fresh legs, hasn't played. You know, he, he, he wasn't bad in Houston. Those couple of games he played in Houston, wasn't bad. Wasn't but, bad. But let me tell you, Victor Oladipo, when he was playing in Houston, was scoring, uh, I think, <laughs> 25 a game. It was like yeah. 25, 5, and 5, something crazy yeah. like that. And yeah. I was like, wow, this guy, and we're getting him for, for you know, for Kelly yeah. O. <laughs> and then when, you it's know, right. when he gets here, it, it's not the same. Like, you know, gets when hurt. you're a, a looter in a riot, so to speak. Yeah, that is true. Then he got hurt right after. He gets yeah. hurt though, you know. Yeah. So we can't we can't ignore that either. Maybe he comes back because he's on that one year now with the Heat, right? So yeah, we'll so see. like a prove it deal. Yeah, we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. I I believe in that guy. I think he was really good. His Pacers time was crazy. You know, he balled out in Indiana as well. So he did. Yeah, but you know, if we if we can go through the West because we were talking about those teams, like so the Warriors. What what do you think about that? So the Warriors are one year older, right? Um, not as hungry, I'm sure, because you know you finally won that 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 chip without Kevin Durant. They're definitely gonna be in the top. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna get the one seed though. But man, it's hard to. to I don't think know. so either. I don't think they'll get the one seed either. It's a deep run, nonetheless. You know, you win. Oh, the every finals. time you get to the deep finals, run. right? Yeah. Play the most games. So, yeah, you know, I agree. I don't think they're gonna be the number one seed. Hard to pick a number one seed in the West, though. What do you think of your Lakers with a new coach? Darvin Ham. Coach Ham. Coach Ham, going Ham. I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> like I, I posted an episode a couple episodes ago about him saying the same things. As I, Frank I heard Vogel. that. You know, I looked that stuff up because I'm a little geek when it comes to that. Like I like to listen to the pressers, what they're going to bring. Sounds like the same stuff. He just, you know, he's saying all the right things. You know, yeah. quote unquote, all the right things. He's talking about turning Westbrook into a defender. I don't know how he's going to do that. 
He's just yeah, on year what what year is it? Year fourteen, year thirteen on, on Westbrook's career? He's I'm not, not even sure the, the year that Yeah, you know, it's you are who you are, man. You know, I don't the Lakers, I mean, they have to be a playoff team. Right? Like there's no way that Do they, they can't. though? Because I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like I mean they got they got some better I think I think they have some good pieces so far. But they're still who, not. Who do you think that is, though? Because I feel like they still need that trade for. To, they need to trade for Buddy Heald or some some really. Sh- Let's really go good through it. Let's go through it. Let's see. I'm checking it now. Let's see what we have so far. Okay. So last I heard, um, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy that was with the Heat a couple of years ago. Um, he still hasn't been cleared to play. Um, uh, for the Heat. his name. I forget his name. Uh, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, he didn't play before. He was hurt. Um, I don't know what he's going to be. I've seen him in person when I've gone to Heat games a couple of times. I actually liked him when I saw him I in did person. I did too. I think Smart he has a dude. quick step. Yeah. You know, he's uh, not much of a defender, but when he tries, he's, he's you know, he's not incompetent out and there. And he's like, he's like controlled. Like I've noticed he, he like picks his spots. You know what I mean? He has like... Yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him a couple times in person. Like I said, like when you see them in person, it's a little different. Like you can kind of, you see how quick he is. Like you said, he is very quick. He's got a nice little, you know, the shot's not like money, but he does pick his spots. You know, he kind of, kind of knows how to get his buckets. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know. You know, I, I just don't like when they surround LeBron with streaky shooting non defenders. Because LeBron needs that's defenders around him. That's what's, that's what's on this roster. So, like, you, you know, you're telling me you don't know if, if they're a playoff team. I mean, I just I can't say that a team with LeBron and AD isn't going to make the playoffs. Like, how, you know, if AD is healthy and playing and not shooting 18% from three, then, yeah, they got to be but, a playoff But now team. let me ask you, AD is 29. He, he never has played more than, like, you know, 60 something games like he's not he's not a type of player that's gonna you know play most of the season he's constantly hurt yeah, he is. you know he's always he's falling hurt. around on the court like it, it's it's one of those yeah. things where i, I just don't trust every him time anymore. he attacks the hoop yeah like Ugh. i think like was it last year where he came back and then like the same game he like he fell and, and had to be taken to the locker room like yeah it's insane like it's yeah, yeah it's, it's almost it's... a joke by now like if you look down the whole roster like you really don't don't see anything that you know that meshes well with LeBron. I mean, yeah. like you need shooters and you need youth, you know, youth. Yeah. I love Austin Reeves. He's another guy that I really like um, because I know he has a good, he has a really good shot. You know, he just doesn't yeah. take the shots. He just, I don't know, man, the Lakers are a mess. You know, if they're not going to defend, this is my thing. I always explain to people. They always ask me cause they know I'm a Laker fan. They ask me what I think the Lakers are going to do. And I tell them, I don't think they're going to be that good because if they can't defend, then they better score. And if they're not scoring, it's over. It's over because they're not defending anyone. So you gotta you gotta go to one extreme. You're either gonna be a lockdown defensive team that's gonna keep the points you know close, or you're gonna just play the D'Antoni game and just outscore everyone every night. You know, yeah. and, and and the Lakers aren't getting either. They're not getting either. They're, it's they're not defending and they're not gonna score. So yeah, and when you have year nineteen LeBron scoring. What was it like? Thirty points per game, um, playing an, a godly amount of minutes. Yeah, he almost led the league in scoring. Yeah, it's insane, and and no help. So that that's the reason why I'm just thinking like I don't I don't I, they haven't done any changes that are gonna make no. me think like okay well. I agree. I don't see them winning anything. You know that's that's out the window. I do not think they're gonna win the chip. I don't think so. But I definitely think they're gonna make the. So they playoffs. make the play in. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. I I give the okay. Lakers like a six seed. I think a six seed. seed is, I give West. them a sixth. Yeah, in the yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna do that. I don't care. I'm gonna. Yeah, I have to. Man, it's LeBron and Anthony Davis is having a revenge season. You know, he heard the slander. People just down talking his name all season long because he can't get healthy, can't play. I don't know, man. If that we get true. like a beast Anthony Davis, and if we get you know same LeBron, obviously productive LeBron. It's on the rest of the dudes to just knock down shots, man. You know, I would rather be the team that's going to try to outscore people 
than try to make defenders out of people, right? Like, we can't turn Austin Reeves into a defender. We can't turn Westbrook into a defender. So it's like, can we at least score in high volume? Like, can yeah. we knock down shots? That's the difference. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. We'll see. You know, what do you think about the play-in tournament, though? That's one thing I did want to ask you, too. Do you oh, like the it? Playing tournament. I, I love. Uh, I love chaos. So to okay. me, it, it's a great idea. You yeah. Know? It's one of those things where where you get games where uh, teams that have no business being in the playoffs and they have a chance to actually make it. Like uh, yeah. going back to um, the Minnesota Clippers game. Right. The Clippers had no business being in the playoffs this year. Mm -hmm. You know, considering all the games that that Paul George and yeah and Kawhi Leonard missed. Right. Yet they were up ten points in the fourth quarter against uh you know against the minnesota timberwolves who were who a team that were 10 games over 500 so it yeah. wasn't a, a scrub team right you know and, and in the same breath i can tell you like it, it kind of sucks for the timberwolves in the sense that you know you're 10 games over 500 and somehow you can miss the playoffs like it's insane yeah but it's it's it, it creates great tv for us for the oh, watchers yeah. the fans the fanatics so yeah. you know to me it's uh it's a great idea by the league. It's a good job yeah. by them. It's almost like the wild card in the NFL. It's the same way they're implementing it, right? Like, you know, mm -hmm. you have a, a winner go home type of thing. Yeah. And it's great. It's like a little mini game seven. Right. And, I mean, you don't got to ask me about that. You know, I'm, I'm all for some, some games, you know, especially when towards that time of the year, the games don't matter for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, the, the games lose value. This adds value. To the regular season, you know what I'm saying. So I like the play in. I, I, you know, I think I read that it's it's here to stay. So I like it. You know, I, I definitely don't have any problems with the play in tournament. And I think I don't think I've talked to one person that doesn't like it. You know, um, it's funny <laughs> when teams complain about it, right? And then it's funny that the bad teams love it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like that. It's like that golden ticket to the playoffs. You know what I mean? To go get swept. You know what I mean? It's it to, for the bad yeah, teams. Yeah, I mean. It's good. I like because it. Because you could do bad the whole season. You could do bad the whole season, and then yeah. out of a sudden, yeah, you, you win a couple games in a row. You get hot from yeah. three. Like, the league is, is yeah. uh, what do you call it, uh, volatile, right, in the sense that right. if you're hot from three, you're not losing. Yeah. So you get a, a, a two-game stretch where your lights out. Guess yeah. what? Now you're in the playoffs. Those games were like uh, March Madness vibes. Yeah. They really yeah. were. You Those know, it's games. like anything can happen. Yeah, man. You know, all you got to do is stay at the, I think, the 10th seed, right? The 9th and the 10th seed to get the plane, yeah. right? So 9th and 10th. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get these teams that are, you know, they haven't been to the playoffs in forever. Um, and they get this hope for the fans. Like the fans that, that, like for Sacramento, that haven't been to the playoffs in forever. You know, this gives them hope. So I think it's awesome. I, I like it a lot. I, I love the playing tournament. Um, and also... You know, one of the things I wanted to ask, too, obviously, you know, what do you think about what's going to happen with the Heat? You know, because the Kevin Durant traction is, is gone, right? Like, I don't think that's yeah. I don't think that's really an option anymore. I don't think I don't think it ever was, in my opinion. I didn't like the, the packages that the Heat had for KD. Like, when people do the trade machine, you know, when you see those, like, mock trades online, you're like, really? Duncan Robinson and... Tyler Hero exactly. for like, yeah. I'm not doing that if I'm Brooklyn. Us Heat fans, we tend to uh, just look at it from one side where <laughs> we, we create this little trade package, and if it, <laughs> if it works in the trade machine, it's, yeah. it's good. But, it, you know, something that you need to realize is that in order to get a good player back, you need to give up a good player back. So a lot of people were like, oh, we're not giving up BAM for KD. Right. You know, and it's like, well, guess what? You're not getting KD. Like, that, that's yeah, how things that's are. It. You're not going to trade, uh, you know – uh, Yurtsevin and, and Duncan Robinson and Max Strews for, you know, right. for a generational talent. So, right. But, but to answer your question, though, um, the Heat did lose PJ. Right. That was a huge um, loss. Talked about that with Mario as well. So it's a huge loss, but hear me out. I don't think it's as bad as, as, as it looks. Okay. Just because PJ is 37. He's going to be 38 when the season starts. And, man, let me tell you, as a, as a Heat Fan, I would be a little mm -hmm. nervous giving that guy three years <laughs> at age 38. Yeah. Especially the way he plays, throwing himself on the floor. Plays hard. You know, um, you got to realize, too, that he was, you know, he this is what he wanted. He, he had a one-year contract with the Heat, and he wanted more years. So he's going to play his ass.
socks off. Right. He didn't want to miss any games. He would play. You know, this guy, you know, somebody fell on his foot. It looks like it's a season-ending uh, <laughs> season ending injury, and he comes back by the fourth quarter. It's insane. Yeah. But but needless to say, we we lost him to the to the Philadelphia 76ers, so they got a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, Boston obviously got better. Milwaukee's coming back healthy. So the way that I see it, I think that we are probably a fourth seed. The way that we're constructed right now. Yeah. And and and, and that's being optimistic because let me tell you, Cleveland is coming. Cleveland is going to be good. Love the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a really good team, really young team. Easily, it could be anywhere between four and six. And I say that, and then the next thing you know, you know, Spo does what Spo does, and somehow they end up winning. You <laughs> right, know, right. They find another guy. <laughs> yeah, some random guy from the street. The, the, the one that they're thinking now, it's uh, Haywood Highsmith. Mm-hmm. I don't see it personally. Um, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to pan out, but, um, you know, I, okay. I saw some of the, the summer league games, and, and he just didn't impress me. I Not didn't like catch last a, lot year. Of, a lot of heat games when Jovic wasn't playing. Cause he was hurt. So a lot of those games oh, I didn't yeah. catch. Yeah. yeah. I was watching the ones only where Jovic was playing. You just wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Yes. Because he was, uh, he was a guy. I texted my friend like an hour before the heat picked and it was crazy. I, I still have the text on my phone. I told him, I said, man, the heat, I think it was that 27th pick. And I was like, dude, the heat at 27 should take this kid. Jovic, you know, six ten, plays guard, has guard skills, loves the step back. You know what I mean? He's like, he's got skills, you know, it's just a matter of applying it, you know? So I don't know. I watched him yeah. in summer league and the couple of times it, it didn't look like, like they were even involving him. You know, it, it, it didn't look like that. Exactly. They weren't pushing for him. Like they weren't like here, like this is our, this is our new shiny toy. Like let's, let's show him off. It wasn't like that, you know. He, was... he must have done something to the to assistant coach that was coaching the <laughs> the summer league team. Because let me tell you, he barely played any minutes. And I know that you get he like crazy too, amount though. of fouls. So. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was? He okay. got in. Uh, yeah, he had, I think it was a quad contusion. Um, and so he missed a couple games. But so the first game, right, it was like a quiet game. Didn't really get the ball. Didn't really ask for the ball. Um, they're not really featuring him. And then the second game, he comes off the bench. And it's Which another is weird. Yeah, it, right. They bench him, and I'm thinking maybe they didn't like his energy because I didn't like his energy. I did not. My my friend watched that game, the first game for for Jovic, and we agreed he looked slow footed. Maybe it was him signing his contract. Maybe he's kind of like just chilling. I don't know. But then we see him the second game, and it's kind of the same thing. You know, not really involved. Not really the team not involving him. And then the third game is the quote unquote pop off game, right? The twenty plus point game and. You know, the amazing three-point shooting percentage. I think he shot like 70% from three. Um, but it was one of those games where it was a quiet 20-whatever points it was. It was like just a catch-and-shoot, you know, like a tip-in. Um, the shot was just falling. You know what I'm saying? So that that's like, yeah. I don't know, you know. I don't know. But at least he wasn't picked like fifth, you know, when, yeah. when you're getting that kind of stuff. So we'll see. Exactly. You know, 27th pick, it's a gamble. You know, but I like exactly. that gamble. He, he might be special. Well, for that one, you shoot for the fences, right? Yeah. So you, you pick a guy that has maybe, I wouldn't say star potential, but maybe, you know, it's somebody that shows a lot of flash in the, in the Euro league. Yeah. I know that's not the game over there, but you know, right. step backs, uh, fancy passes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I can, I can see this guy, you know, especially the way the league is evolving. You're seeing a lot of bigger guys, um, just bringing up the ball down the court yeah. and, and playing a you know point forward point center that's the kind of thing that you know i, I don't mind the pick at all um, i don't mind I, I do agree with you i don't think yeah. uh he, he maybe he just he needs to hit the weight room a little bit you oh know? he definitely has to get stronger work on his conditioning work on his yeah. uh on his body yeah like look at tyler tyler when he came in i i didn't think he was fast and then uh mm. for whatever reason last year he had a quick step yeah and that's i think that's what he was able to get the you know the scoring up a few mm-hmm. points He's an interesting you know, it's one. one of those things where you just need to, yeah, Tyler, yeah, yeah. yeah. He He's uh, very polarizing. Yeah. Which is crazy because I, I feel like if, if he was in the Knicks, if he was in the Knicks, though, I feel like he would get more attention. You think he'd be you know? more popular? Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, he's already kind of popular. Like, yeah. I think you, you look at his Instagram right. numbers and, and jersey sales. 
Yeah. He's right up there. And um, but yeah, I think if he was in another team like the Lakers or the yeah. or the Knicks, like he'd be uh, you know, future MVP Tyler Hero. And six man of the Instead, year. Instead, you know, he's coming off the bench. Yeah. You know, six man of the year, but still somehow it's only twenty twenty one, twenty two years man. old scoring. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why the fan base kinda turned on him a little bit. Yeah. Maybe because of the playoffs performances. Well you know? he was hurt too, right? He got hurt, so yeah, that's another one yeah, of those things. People were complaining, you know. They were complaining about um, Kyle Lowry being hurt. I'm like, what do you expect when you have a 37 year old point guard? Like, yeah. he's gonna get hurt. And like, he's seen a lot of games in his in his experience. You know, he's he's been a Finals champ. Like he's he's played a lot of minutes. You know, but I like Kyle Lowry. True. You know, Team USA player, right? Like he he is skilled. You know, he's smart. Draws charges. Very annoying when you're the opposing team. Yeah, you know, funny enough, I, I've seen uh, some Toronto fans talk about Kyle like he was, uh, you know, like if he was Chris Paul, right? Oh, no, like no, they, no, yeah. they, the way that they describe him yeah. is like Chris Paul-esque. No, no. And then, um, you know, but then you look at the stats and the stats don't say that. Mm -hmm. Then when you actually see him play, it's not that he's Chris Paul, but right. he controls the game. He tells people where to go. Yeah. He gets people involved and he's not looking for his scoring. So I can kind of see what they were referring he's to. A leader. Like he... Yeah, he's yeah. definitely like a, a an old school point guard. Yeah, and he gets dirty. You know what I'm saying? He he play, oh, yeah. he he'll get in there and he'll play. He'll play hard. Draw charges. His body's always on the line. You don't care. Exactly. Yeah. Now let's see what happens if if he you know I think Pat Riley challenged him to lose a few pounds, um, you know, to get in world class shape. Yeah. Whatever that means. <laughs> Heat shape. So uh, let's see if, uh, you know, 30, 37, 38-year-old Kyle Lowry comes back um, in better shape, you know, and, and maybe plays a little bit more games. I know last year he went through some personal stuff. Um, yeah. Obviously, that kind of stuff affects you. If, you know, you have, you know, off-the-court things going on. Yeah. You don't have your mind in the game. And then, you know, he, he, he has some time where, he, you know, he has to leave, and then he gets hurt when he comes back for the playoffs. And, you know, it, it's, it's a tough season. I, I could understand from his point of view where, he he can say things like, you know, it was a waste of a year. Because at his age, you know, if you don't win the championship or if you're not in the finals, then what's the point? Yeah. Because no, these people uh, are playing for just one goal. For sure. Yeah, that that's why when I made the top five list of, of contenders, I put the Heat fifth even after losing PJ because I feel like you can just never count them out. You know, you can never count that team out. They're always going to play hard. They're always going to, you know, it's a Wednesday night. It's like game 55. In the regular season, and these dudes are playing like it's a playoff game. You know, it's... Well, I have a theory about that. I think it's... Part of the reason is because they bring out guys that nobody has seen before. Mm -hmm. So there's no scouting mm. tape on, on a Max Struess, on yeah. a Gabe Vincent, on a on a Om Omer Yurtsevin. Yeah. You know, so they show up and then they're like, well, how is this guy hitting jumpers? And, you know, yeah, yeah. Turk Nowitzki. Yeah. So who, who is this guy hitting, you know, jump shots or, or, or running, point. you know picks and pick and rolls and stuff like that where, yeah. you know, when you actually get to plan for a team, you know, you get to run the scouting, you know what they want to do, what they want to run, so you can defend a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the, the, the games where they had their whole team, they didn't play as well. But for whatever reason, the, the games that they had, like, random players, you know, inserted into the starting lineup, those games they beat – I think they beat Phoenix without Bam or Jimmy mm. um, when, when Phoenix was, you know, very hot. They beat – Boston, you know, doing the same thing with with uh, Max Struess in the starting lineup. Yeah. You know? It's things like that that I feel like uh, it's what gets the heat, you know, these games in the middle of the year. You know, they just throw in these random G-leaguers. Yeah, um, and they get stuff done. But I think it's like, it's just they know, like, these guys are professional basketball players. Like, let's give them the ball and let's give them opportunity. Like, I, I, I see guys on other teams they get drafted and they don't play. Why are you drafting these guys if if you're not even going to see what is up, right? Like why draft players if you're not even like the guy in summer league, Sandro Mamukelashvili. The, the guy Jesus. it's a what very hard that? name. He he's on Milwaukee, he's on a two-way contract. He's all summer league first team. He balled out. Wow. And he was the 51st pick. I think it was last season. Like, these guys are out there. You just got to give them opportunity. You know, that's what I like about the Heat. Well, they give guys shots. I, I, I like the last year's summer league team that had Max Struess and uh, Yurtsevin. And mm -hmm. there was a 
there was a game where Max ended up hitting the game winner on that one. And he had the guys in a huddle. And he just told the guys, like, hey, we are dogs. Like, look at that. The, look at them over there. They're drafted players. They're not hungry. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not. We're all undrafted. We're all this. We're all that. We're all dogs. And, and that's how they ended up beating that team. You know, it was a team. I forgot who it was, but, you know, they had first-rounders, you know? Yeah. Team, players that, you know, went to college, were, were coveted, all that stuff. Yeah. And they ended up beating them. I like that. And But, of course, you know, basketball is, is a little strange in the sense that uh, unless you're, like, extremely special, you could be a young, talented player, but experience is experience, you know? Mm-hmm. You got guys that have been playing – you know, they're 24, 25. They played all four years in college. You know, they're no scrubs. So they kind of know the game a little bit different. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It's 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 tough. I Like, I'm glad I'm well, – I'm not going to say I'm glad I'm not in the NBA. <laughs> no, I, I definitely want to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it's tough coming – you know, those players that are, you know, on, they're on 10-day contracts. They're, you know, they're constantly just trying to get that deal just to get on a roster. And, and it's, you know. I feel for those guys because uh, it's tough out there. You know, yeah. you got to learn how to play um, a role. And I think that's the, the biggest the biggest thing where these guys come in and they want to be a star in, in summer league or in the G League. Yeah. Everyone's Mr. Somebody you're play. on their exactly, high school team, on their college team. Yeah. But you need to learn how to play a, a specific role. That's why, that's why I don't know if you've seen the workout videos of, of Michael Beasley. I have, of course. Um and he looks amazing, like yeah. he always does, right? He's really like good. He's yeah. scoring any he's way he wants. He's a bucket. Yeah. That's what, but he, but he never learned anything else. Like he doesn't yeah. know how to like score without the ball. You know, move around, play defense. Yeah, he needs it. He needs it. Yeah, he needs the ball. And sure. I think that's why he's out of the league because you can't tell me that there mm. are 400 players better than Michael Beasley. You know? No, no. Yeah, I refuse to believe that. This man just gets buckets on everyone at every training camp. So, yeah, I agree. I want to ask yeah. you this, though, uh, before we go. I want to ask you this, obviously. Um, as far as the Heat, right, I asked, uh, I asked every Heat fan that I know on Instagram, you know, in person, whoever it is, how do you feel about the Jimmy shot, the three-point shot that he obviously, you know, hit front rim. Some people complain. Nobody I've talked to complained about it. Everyone I seem to talk to, they respect it. They live with it. What do you think? How, how do you feel about that? So I understand why he took the shot. Yeah. Um, was I happy with the shot? <laughs> no. It's almost like, you know, this guy, he, he's a reason why you're there. So he could do whatever he wants. But I feel like I'm going to probably get some heat for this. But <laughs> I feel like he should have probably like done something different mm-hmm. because he, he did took, he, you know, he had no legs. He was playing 48 minutes already. And I get it. I don't, I'm never going to blame Jimmy for that because, you know, at the end of the day, he's the reason why we were there. But it mm-hmm. was it was exact like it's it's almost like poetic justice as the reason why the way the, our season ended. Mm-hmm. There were so many times during the year where Jimmy took a bad shot at the end of a game, a contested two, mm-hmm. a contested three when we're only down one, things like that. Yeah. And the fan base on Twitter would just go crazy and just hate on him. Hmm. Um, so it makes sense that our season ended that way, where he would take a, a bad three-pointer um yeah but at the end of the day um you can't blame him but i still think though that he should have done something differently um yeah. i think he should have maybe called time out or attack horford yeah. try to get the foul because i think we we're only down two <sighs> yeah 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 it was uh because he went for the win he went, he for, went the win. for the win that's, that's what right yeah 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 so wow. i honestly think that that he should have he should have done something like different. attack yeah. I, I like the shot I like the shot because it's in it's in moment it has momentum, right? He has momentum into the shot. You could tell he was just so tired because he's kind of like running into the shot. So there's no reason it for it to be short. Exactly. There's no reason for it to be short unless you're gassed. You know, and didn't he play the whole game? Yeah, yeah. He was he on the minute forty eight. So, so. You know, and and at the end of the day, it's like it's like this. It, it's it's easy for this is what I tell people that hate on the shot. I, it doesn't sound like you're hating on it. Um, to me, it just sounds like you're like ah, probably could have done something better. But you know, it's the guy that that got us to this moment, right? Like that's that's exactly. how I feel. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like this is a guy that he ain't KD. He ain't LeBron. He's he's in a different tier from those guys, right? I think we can all agree he's not in that KD. He's not in that Steph. He's like in the next tier 
of the stars yeah. in the NBA. So that guy gets you to the finals, right, in the bubble. He gets you to this conference finals, almost to another finals. I feel like you live with his decision. You know, that's that's how I feel about it. Because looking at it from the outside, of course, for, on TV, we're going to be like, oh, well, look, Horford's on his heels. This is easy, like, you know, 2K style. Like, let, let's get him to just attack and, and draw a foul. That's probably viable, but... I feel like Jimmy saw him backtracking, and it's the best look he he got. You know, it was a wide open three, with momentum. So you know, doesn't worry about who's trailing. It's just it's just short. You know, he was just tired. So I like the shot. You know, I was just hoping for maybe. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You never wanna you never wanna give the shot to your role player at the in that moment. I know LeBron has been crucified numerous times <laughs> for that. Yeah. So I get it. You wanna you want your star taking that shot. And, you know, that's why I can say, like, okay, fine, I get it. Yeah. But, man, Max Strews had the hot hand. You know, he had hit about two three-pointers. Yeah, finally, because he had been cold. Yeah, he was big. He's the type of player that yeah. will go zero for six in, in the first half and then in the third quarter erupt for, like, 17. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of player he is. Didn't he miss, like, He's a very 16 streaky. threes in a row or something like that? Like, 16 shots? Yeah, yeah, from the previous game. Something, something like something that, crazy. right? It was like he, a crazy he was ice number. cold. Yeah. He was ice cold, but he he's one of those players that he's like a um, a hooper. He is, you know, that's what he is. He's more of a hooper. He he's going to uh, when when it counts, he's gonna you yeah. know, make a good play. And another thing too, though, is you know, it's like you said, you know, you're gonna give the ball like to decide a game seven shot to a player that was literally undrafted. Right, Max Struess was undrafted. Right, was in was in your G League the year before. Right, so it's like yeah. that's the guy that that that. That has the Heat's life in the hands? I don't know. I think I'm good with Jimmy. Right? I think I'm good with that. You're, you're right. Maybe maybe know. Jimmy taking the shot, but maybe Jimmy attacking. Attacking. You know, Horford wasn't... But then Horford it's a two has point turned game, himself so. into, I don't know, Bill, Bill Russell RIP. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. i never seen a player... You know, he was lights out from three. He was an amazing defender. Yeah. And, like, he's what, 37, 36? That's why, yeah, that's like, why people say attack Horford. And I'm like, okay... Yeah, I guess he could attack Horford. Jimmy's very good at one-on-one. He's a really good one-on-one player. I remember a long time ago at Team USA training camp, this dude was cooking in USA camp, like on those one-on-one workouts. They were playing uh, King of the Hill. He was killing them. So Jimmy is a good one-on-one player. Um, So maybe he could have attacked Horford, but people want to also act like Horford's just free money down there. He's a good shot blocker. He has good feet, so I don't know. I don't know. That's why, you know, you can go back and forth, but at the end, you can't really blame Jimmy. Like, he can do whatever he wanted. He, you know, I, I I don't know who was it that said it. I don't know if it was you and your podcast, but, like, you know, he had played 48 minutes. Maybe he just had no legs. So he knew mm-hmm. if if I make a two-pointer, I, I ain't going we to gotta overtime. Play like, OT. I'm not going to be able to move. Exactly. We exactly. have to play so, OT. So it's like, it is what it is, you know. It's like you said, you, that, that's a great point. I forgot about that, too. Obviously, if he does end up tying it, more time to play. You know, and and Boston, you know, they I I would have liked their chances in overtime They're with good, Jimmy man. that tired. You know, so yeah, especially the way that uh, 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 Jalen Brown was playing. Yeah, like he just gets to the rim at will. It's oh, insane. Yeah. yeah, and you know he's he's definitely uh I mean I wouldn't say he's underrated because I think people have noticed. Him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know he's he gets overlooked a little bit because you know Jason Tatum is a right. little flashier and whatnot. And he's the second option. He got brought up for, like, trade rumors. I don't think he liked that. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. You know, maybe it affects their chemistry. That's what I thought. That's why I had them ranked third in my top five list, you know, because I thought, you know, they're, I don't see them beating Milwaukee with a full, healthy Milwaukee roster, and I don't see them going back to the finals. Going back-to-back is really hard. You know, I, I, I talked about that on the last episode, too. But they seem to have figured something out. Um, I think it was in at the beginning of January where yeah. they just went crazy and, and, you know, destroyed the whole league. Yeah. So you have to ask yourself, like, is that real? Is, is that, that something that again? can be replicated? You know, it can. Um, I mean, they're, def- they're, they're a strong defensive team and they added help. So in theory, they should be better. They should be, but I don't see them going to the finals again because of the fact that I talked about it on another episode Four teams out of the last 10 seasons, last decade, four teams have been able to go back-to-back, and only two have been able to win back-to-back. So it's like, it's really hard. You know, it's a lot of games. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, if you don't have anything else for me, uh, do you have any questions? Do you anything else that you? No, man. Thank yeah. you for the thank you for the opportunity, man. This was really fun talking hoops with you. I know you're a, I know you're a fanatic just like I am. <laughs> so it's definitely fun and, and yeah, yeah. Keep up the good work, man. Like I, I'm, I'm a listener of yours, and and you're doing fantastic. I can't wait to see how you're gonna do it uh, when the league when the when the season starts. Yeah, that's gonna be hectic. You know, a lot of games. But as long as you stay true to yourself, like yeah. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna succeed. I want to ask you one last thing before you leave, just like I asked Mario on the last pod. Um, there's a movie on TV. You sit down and watch it, no matter how many times you've seen it before. Which one is that one? Man, that's a that's a tough one. <laughs> so so um, a movie that I actually I I probably watch maybe a couple times a year. Okay. Randomly because I ended up buying it. Um, okay. And it's my favorite movie. It's actually Interstellar. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen it? I have watched Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I, I, I just love the movies. Uh, the nerd in me, you know, <laughs> going into space and going to yeah. different planets, you know. The binary code. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever reason, man, every, every you know, every few months or so, I'll, I'll go ahead and find it in my library and go ahead yeah. and hit play. What is it about it that you like? Just the, the, the different... Parts of it where, like, you know, you, you start off on Earth. No spoilers, right? Um, ah, the movie's been uh, out for a long time. We can spoil it. But if you that. haven't seen it by now, right? Yeah, yeah come it's on. like 10 years. So, uh, you know, they start off on Earth, and you have, like, a little section where they're on Earth, and the world is dying. Then another one where they're in space. And then another one where they go into, like, three different planets, or two different planets. Yeah. And, you know, it, it just kind of has, like, different, you know, different, uh, different sceneries. Yeah. And it just looks fantastic, you know? It does. Like, I think um, the black hole that they show there ended up being accurate to what the black hole actually looks like because that, that news came out years after. Oh, really? So that was pretty interesting, yeah. I didn't know that. I know they explain the way it works. Like, they, 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 they kind of, like, they draw it on a piece of paper and then they fold it and then they, they pierce the paper with the pencil. Oh, yeah, that, that was discussing the, the little the portal. The time, the the wormhole, yeah, 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 exactly. That's a movie that, man, I, I wish I can see for the first time again, and I can't. You know, it's a it's a good movie, man. It's it's. Uh, I remember when I saw it with uh, with my wife when we were dating at the movies. Yeah, and I, you know, I left thinking like, wow, this is amazing. And you understood it from the jump, or did you have to rewatch it? No, no, no. I understood, I understood it from the beginning. Really? I, I'm a nerd, man. Like yeah. I, I I follow science. And, I had to watch you know, it again. Listen to for sure. Because it was long. Really? Yeah, because it was a long movie. It is long. You know, it is so long. Times, if you're not yeah. interested, you're going to fall asleep. I loved it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Like you said, the CGI was awesome. I appreciate you listening to the, to the pod. Um, definitely, if you ever want to come back on it, you just send me a text. We can organize it again. Um, maybe one day I can have a group pod because that we have that capability with Riverside, which is this uh, software that I'm using. Um, you know, just a bunch of different options. Um, it was cool, man. Thank you for showing up on the pod. Thank you, man. It was great. Yeah, you let me know, man. And then we could do it again. All right, man. Appreciate it. All Have right, a good man. one. I'll see you.